0: Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Look who it is. And good morning. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I have to introduce myself. Uh, my name is Rick. I'm <laughs> one of the pastors here at Hope Church. Really? Yeah, yeah. Nice to meet you, Jeff. Nice yeah. to meet you as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I spend most of my time in Mount Laurel, though, and uh, I do have an office here. Yeah, Mount Laurel's in the house, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, we... MLT is what we refer to you guys as. MTL. What did I say? I don't know what you said, but you didn't say that. (laughs) In my office, it's MLT. It's a different thing in my office. Wow, <laughs> that's great! Yeah,
0: yeah. So Vorhees and Mount Laurel are worshiping together, and uh, we're Why excited that? about doing that. Uh, for well, one is a practical reason, is that uh, you may or may not know that uh, Mount Laurel Township provides the community center to our campus free of charge, uh, fifty-one weeks a year. And, but on the 52nd week, which happens to be uh, this Sunday, the fourth Sunday in January, somebody else has the building. It's the only Sunday that was already booked uh, ahead of us. And it's one of those, once you're in, you're in forever. And so we have to outlive that other group, whoever it is, I guess. <laughs> uh, but but so, uh, so, we, so for practical reasons, we needed a place to worship, and we thought, let's come home, and we'll worship here. Awesome. And, and But that also fit really well with our, our theme and our message. And we're talking, uh, as you see the tables out in the lobby, it's Connect Sunday. And so we'll be uh, talking about ways to get connected at Voorhees and Mount Laurel's campus. And uh, we're also in this series called Together.
1: So we have this two-week series and um, calling it together. So it just seemed appropriate that this Sunday we would literally be together. And uh, so everything is about together. The only thing not together is our screen. So Mm -hmm. if you're wondering what happened with the big blank screen, we don't know. Mm
0: I do have a screen in the trailer out there, if you want us to go get it. Yeah, now you
1: tell us. Bill to set it up. Isn't that cool, the trailer, to see the trailer (laughs) out there? That's that's a neat thing. Um, We'll talk a little bit more about the trailer, actually, a little Mm -hmm. further on. Um, So, yeah, we're in the series together, and um, we've been talking about the culture of the church. So the Apostle Paul and the leaders of the uh, first century church were very interested in, very concerned about, uh, very committed to the kind of culture that would be established within the life, within the body of uh, Christ followers who are coming together together. Um, Uh, in these newly forming communities then they called it the ecclesia or the gathering or the way today we call the church and uh, so we started talking last week at both places uh, about culture we started uh, last week in uh, Colossians, the third chapter, 12-15 through and highlighted some aspects of what a healthy church culture looks like and so there were three things that were highlighted, at least. Um, so the first was um, putting up with each other's differences, or forbearance. It's this idea of we're all different, where you all come from different backgrounds, different experiences, different ways of relating to people, and we find each other very, very annoying. <laughs> right? Because because we're so different. And so part of a healthy culture is that we put up with each other's differences. We're good with each other's differences. The second, after this idea of forbearance, was forgiveness. That we need to be a culture, a people who are quick to forgive and forgive fully and completely so that um, our relationships can stay healthy. Jesus was the example that was... Uh, set for the church he is our example of forgiveness at its most full and complete and so we need to be a place of forgiveness and then the third one was this idea of uh, in uh, Colossians it was talked about the peace of Christ may the peace of Christ be evident in the church and that idea of peace it is all of the best things so the church would be a place of blessing where we want all of the best for each other. I want all of the best that Christ has to offer for every one of you and that you would want that for me as well. And so that was the idea. So then we're moving now as we continue to talk and unpack some things about culture in the church. We're moving to uh, the book of Hebrews, the 10th chapter. Uh, Just three verses that that kind of addressed this in a way that we thought would be helpful as we were all together. So I want to just read that to you. I was going to have us all read it together on the screen. <laughs> Anything back there? No? Still? Okay. So I'm going to read it to you and, uh, and just unpack this a little bit. So verse 23 of Hebrews chapter 10, if you've got your phone and your Bible app or you have your Bible with you, you can feel free to follow along. Verse 23 says this, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. What is that hope that we profess? It's Christ. Christ, risen Christ, living among us, Christ as the leader of our lives, the forgiver of our sin, the head of the church. And so we hold on to that. That is the core of who we are. So whatever separates us, whatever divides us, whatever differences we have, all of that is put aside. All of that is secondary to this core thing that we hold on to with all of our might unswervingly that we have this hope that is Christ. And we know that, that, that Jesus is faithful. That he will not fail us, that we can trust him in all of our lives together. And so that core thing, that is the essence of what the church has gathered around, this conviction, this belief, this faith in Jesus. Then verse 24 says this, "...and let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds." let us consider, let us think about, let us plan for, let us figure out how we can spur one another on to love and good deeds. And I love in this translation that they translated that Greek word to spur. Because what do you think of? When you think of the word spur, when you hear the word spur, what comes to mind? Horses or cowboys, right? So cowboys have those things on the on the heel of their boot, right? The spur. What's the point or the purpose of a spur? It's to provoke this giant animal to move forward, right? It's not meant to hurt it in any way, you know, so those, those little uh, metal things that you just kind of rake along the side of the horse get it, to, get it to move. It provokes it. It inspires it. It challenges it to move. So we're supposed to do the same thing for each other. Let us figure out ways to provoke each other, to encourage, inspire, motivate each other toward what? Love and good deeds. So it's easy for us to forget to do that. We forget to do that in our families We forget to do that in our marriages. We forget to do that with friends. We get into ruts, right? So that's a normal thing in a relationship. You kind of get into a rut, and you forget to show that other person or those people in your life that you actually do love them. And you show that both in the way that you speak and in the ways that you behave towards them. And so it's easy, like I said, to forget that and we get lazy and we get into ruts and, you know, all of those kinds of things. And so we need to be reminded, I need to remember to express my love for these people with good deeds that I do. The way that it operates in the church is similar, right? Only, you know, more people oftentimes. How do we spur, inspire each other to love and good deeds? When it is absent or when it begins to dissipate, when it begins to fade away, it's predictable the patterns that happen. So a really healthy, thriving church where love and good deeds are being practiced on a regular basis looks like a church where people inside the church are serving each other, caring for each other, uh, encouraging, inspiring, teaching, all of those things are going on in the life of the church. And it's so healthy and so good that that spills out into the broader community, that as the church moves out into the world, out into the community, that those same things are going on. So when a church begins to lose that within its culture, the first thing that happens is people begin to withdraw from the world, right? So we think it's hard out there. People don't appreciate us. We get, you know, all kinds of pushback, and um, it's difficult and discouraging and so forth. And so we move from the world into our holy huddle in the church, right? And we say, well, you know, the world is a nasty, ugly, difficult place. So we're just going to be here in the church and love on each other, care for each other. And that feels really good for a while. But then the next thing that happens is people start to say, you know what? I feel like I'm doing all of the love and good deeds. I'm doing it for everybody else and nobody's doing it for me. So you know what? I did my time. I'm done. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to let somebody else love me and do good deeds for me. You got to do that for me. So. <laughs> so. I need spurs. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. I think you just called me a mule, but that's okay. So. <laughs> So when that begins to happen, and, and people begin to take on that spirit, that begins to affect the culture, and over time, the culture is corrupted. And now everybody is angry, everybody's disappointed, nobody wants to serve because I did my time, or you know, nobody served me, and so forth, and it just degenerates into a place where nobody really wants to be. and so. It's so important that we continue in this spirit of pushing each other to love and good deeds. And you notice that it's plural here, right? So this challenge is that we do this.
0: Yeah, there's so there's this there's this let us that Paul uses throughout. Yeah. So he's talking about the church community is supposed to be doing this together, spurring each other on. And also how can we not only encourage each other here in this space, but how can we encourage each other to love and good deeds outside this space as well. But I kind of have a hang up at, honestly with the word love and good deeds it sounds very Hallmarky and uh <laughs> you know it's I, it, it, I, I, I. I don't want to love and good deeds. Just, how else can we describe that, right? Mm-hmm. But then I started to think it's not just about, it's not just about being in a small group and, uh, you know, a friend of mine will talk about it being couch time. Like I got to, you know, get all emotional and those kinds of things. But there's also some practical ways that we can demonstrate love and good deeds to the people around us. So this morning on the way in, uh, uh, I noticed someone was preparing to make coffee. That's an encouragement to me. When coffee is made on Sunday morning, Amen. that's an encouragement to us, right? That there are people who are, are, who are caring for our kids in the back. That's encouraging to us, right? That provides encouragement to us. Uh, uh, there are, uh, uh, at Ma- our Mount Laurel campus, there are truck drivers who show up at 8 o'clock in the morning and load up a trailer, uh, hook up a trailer to their truck and drive it over to, Ma- to our Mount Laurel campus. That's encouraging to those people who are going to be there. That's not very spiritual, but yet it has great spiritual import, right? Uh, And if you happen to have a truck, I have a great spiritual opportunity for you. Uh, Talk to me afterward in the lobby because I I know what God wants you to do with that truck.
1: Or if Uh, you have a really strong horse. (laughs) And
0: and spurs. And spurs. Uh, Yeah. so, So it's about letting us together as a community, as a body of Christ, to gather together here and how can we encourage each other, but also how can we encourage each other to do those things outside this space just as well. Uh, a few weeks ago uh, at our Mount Laurel campus, Randy Peterson was preaching and he he had this one uh, thought that I wrote down that I found really important. He said, when you aren't here, we miss out. And I've always heard when you're not here, you miss out. But the idea that Randy was just unpacking was that when when I'm not in worship, when you're not in worship, uh, we, we are missing out on what you have to bring to the community. So we miss out when you're not here. I, uh, you miss out when I'm not here, that that we, we, bring, uh, uh, we bring this idea of encouragement and relationship together. John Wesley said Christianity is essentially a social religion. You like that? I threw John Wesley in there. Uh, that, that he, man. both inside and outside the building, it's about how can we take what we are uh, uh, experiencing here and take it outside the building.
1: Yeah, verse 25 uh, kind of picks up on that. It says not giving up, meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the much uh, and all the more as you see the day approaching. So this kind of challenge of meeting together, not not doing what's become increasingly popular in our culture, which is I don't need to go to church, you know, I can watch things online, I can do everything online, I don't need to be physically present and and so forth, um, but there is something deeply important and spiritual just in the gathering uh, mm. that we share together. Um, so I forget where I was going. There was a there was a next thing.
0: You're going to ask me a question about how's Mount Laurel doing?
1: <laughs> it's real subtle, like <laughs> I don't think that was it. I don't think that was. Oh, I know what it was. So, how's Mount Laurel doing? Um, Funny you should ask.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um,
1: yeah, well, just, it, just, I, I remember that there was a transition. That's what I was oh, missing. Oh, okay. So the transition on that was <laughs> this whole idea of love and good deeds is what motivated us to hmm. start Mount Laurel Campus in the first place. It, before it was Mount Laurel, we were just saying, you know, what, where is the spirit leading us next? How can we take, you know, we're, we're so blessed here, and we've got this kind of great culture that, uh, that folks are um, contributing to. How do we bless others? And uh, so it was in that and through a, a time of prayer that we thought, why don't we start a campus? And let's try and... Um, take this culture that we have developed here and see if we can plant it in another community. Definitely. And eventually it became Mount Laurel. So how are things going in oh, Mount Laurel? Yeah. Boy, we did that so much better at the last. We service, really did. Didn't we? we really did. <laughs> so, yeah, so we. Uh, what's
0: exciting is when someone asks. You know, if, you, if I were to ask you, "How's your family doing?" Uh, you would, you would start to tell me stories about your family. And so, so really, we, when we, when we, when people ask, "How's Mount Laurel? How's it going?" Which people ask me often, it really is about the people that uh, we're connecting with, the people who are part of the community in Mount Laurel, the people who are from Voorhees, who, who have. Uh, given up a season of their life in a sense and saying, hey, I'm going to go to this new thing. And uh, the stories are, are just exciting and fascinating. Uh, uh, for instance, like uh, the guy playing the bass, you were probably all wondering who that was. That's Jabari. We met Jabari at Chick-fil-A. He and his family were at an early on Chick-fil-A event that we did, and he started getting connected here and uh, and now is engaged in part of our community. And we love his family. and We love the, that they're here. Right, Jabari? Yeah, we're glad too. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's this neat opportunity. We have this little outpost of faith uh, in, in Mount Laurel. And, and uh, uh, you know, it used to be that when someone new showed up, it was really easy to tell. And you would just go, oh, I, they're new. I don't know them. And now, as we identify those who are newer to our community, uh, we have to. I have to. We have to look at the band. We have to look at, you know, if Stephanie and Hannah are in the back working the tech booth, or if, or if uh, 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 Bob is out in the lobby working the lobby. Like, there's all these people who are connected into our community of faith. So engagement has become a really important word for us. Is how can we engage people? Because once we have them engaged they're part of our community. They're part of the family. They're connected to us. So there's these great stories. Uh, uh, this morning, at, uh, yesterday morning at breakfast, I was with two folks, uh, two men. One has been a part of uh, Hope for a couple decades, and the other one uh, came last month to, uh, to our campus. And so those two guys got connected because uh, he invited him to church. And uh, that invitation turned into having breakfast with the pastor. Uh, you know, like, look at that. Doesn't huh? get better That's, than a, that. get, yeah, that's nah, like, uh, that's like, that's uh, a dream. That is Dream come true. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did buy. Oh, uh, well, so, so that's right. pretty good.
1: Yeah. So what? Yeah. So <laughs> sorry. You could buy for me. That would be a good deed. Yeah. That's just saying. Yeah. So we're not only connecting. You're not only connecting with folks inside, but connecting with the. Uh, Mount Laurel can- uh, community as well.
0: Yeah, when I say engagement, we mean, engage- so, so it's, it's this whole idea of uh, loving good deeds here in this space and also outside the space. So, yeah. so one of the things that happened early on before we even started worshiping in Mount Laurel is I went to the Mount Laurel Township office and was kind of looking around to see what there was available in Mount Laurel and how we could serve. And, and so I met with an official and, and asked... Uh, uh, what can we do? What can we do in the community? And and he immediately assumed that we wanted to put a sign out, or that we wanted to, you know, because the assumption was that we needed something from from the township. And I said, No, 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 we don't need to put a sign up. We just want to know how we can serve you. And he said, You know, there's like two dozen churches in our town, and no one's ever come and said, How can we serve you? And I looked at that as that's what we're going to be. We're going to be the church that is an asset to the community. We're going to be the church that serves. So, uh, this past year, uh, so two years have gone by and I'm at a a Christmas event at Mount Laurel Township and I'm being, uh, ushered around by one of the township officials and they're introducing me. And the introduction was this, Hey, this is Rick. He's the pastor at Hope Church. You know, the one that helps us all the time. Hmm. I'm like, there it is. That's what the church engagement, right? We're connecting to the community and people are seeing this little tiny outpost that meets in the community center as the church that helps us.
1: And here's what, one of the things I love about that is that is the story of hope. So uh, 29 years ago when uh, the, we were starting this campus, um, we didn't have a building either. And mm-hmm. so we were always in the community. We're worshiping in schools, we're meeting in fire halls, and in uh, community buildings around. Um, our, our choir, for a time, met in a retirement community over on Laurel Oak Road. And we were just always out in the community and, uh, and became well-known because of that. When you build a building, you know all of a sudden, every, all the activity moves into this place. And without even being aware of it, without even really thinking about it, all of a sudden we were less engaged with the broader community just because we have our own space. And so one of the ways Mount Laurel has served the Voorhees uh, community is to remind us of that, that we need to be intentional about finding opportunities to serve the broader community. And so in the past year, one of the things that we've done is we started this opioid addiction uh, resource ministry. So there's a bunch of little organizations around uh, Voorhees and surrounding communities that are trying to serve that population. Um, And when you hear the word epidemic, it's not overstated. It's an epidemic. It affects families um, in the most Mm. profound ways and in terrible ways. And so we're trying to partner with others in uh, figuring out ways that we can uniquely serve. We also, uh, the pastors uh, here um, have all gone through a week-long training with the Voorhees Police Department. And so now all of our pastors are chaplains. And so some of the ways that they use a chaplain is if there is a Tragedy or um, some bad news that they have to bring to a family in the town, that the police officer will call one of the chaplains to go with him or her to uh, to share with that family, so that there is someone there who's trained to support them in that crisis moment. And uh, so that's a that's a really significant way that uh, this church, through its uh, uh, pastoral staff, serves the broader community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're doing that in Mount Laurel as well. Yeah,
0: then we found out that uh, Mount Laurel was looking for chaplains, and I was already trained and, and uh, jumped on board, and that's turned into another partnership. We had the police department uh, join us for our gingerbread
1: house building comp, uh, oh, yeah, uh,
0: event, and the police came in and we uh, were building gingerbread houses with the kids. It's kind of fun, yeah.
1: Saw it all over Facebook. Uh, the Mount Laurel police uh, uh, posted pictures of that event mm-hmm. and partnering with Hope Church. Uh, that, was, that was very cool. Plus, we get to be called Chap, which you know is pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and even
0: better is we get ID cards, so when you get pulled over, you can show your ID. It's
1: <laughs> yeah. really good. That's. It's all the little perks. Uh huh. Uh huh. Pastor Dave wanted to know when they would be issuing us pistols, and yeah. uh, that's not happening. Mm-hmm. So. Um, So this is Connect Sunday, and so the idea with these Sundays we're doing a couple of times a year is to show what's going on, uh, some of the ministries, it's not all by any stretch, but some of the ministries that are going on. um, So you get to meet some folks who are involved in those ministries, hear more about what they're doing, um, and if it's something that you're interested in and uh, curious about, that you can let them know and uh, and they'll be able to give you more information about that because we're trying to inspire each other on to love and good deeds right? it's not that we're trying to fill slots or that we're trying to uh, get people to sign up to do stuff for it's own purpose mm-hmm. that as the church if the church is going to be healthy it's because all of us are connected in in a, some kind of significant way serving in some kind of significant way like driving a truck that pulls a trailer
0: absolutely right. yeah yeah it's a very spiritual thing to
1: do yeah making a pot of coffee mm-hmm. um i talked to those women too and and they knew that the mount laurel group was going to be here so they were making an extra pot of coffee Good for them. they thought mm-hmm. about that i love that um so um that's an important thing that we're we're going to be doing here so out in the lobby uh, there are tables it's uh, mount laurel and Voorhees yep. uh opportunities to check it out and uh, i just encourage you uh not to, you know, run right out after the service. In fact, we'll end a little bit early, maybe. And uh, so there'll be opportunities for you to roam around and not feel like you've lost any additional time. And there's soft pretzels. And, oh, and there's soft pretzels. So incentives. Um, All right. So we're going to continue to worship this morning um, by connecting with Christ in a significant way through the... uh, Uh, Sacrament of communion. And so, as we're preparing our hearts and our minds to receive communion, let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you for loving us so much that you gave your life for us, the ultimate sacrifice, that your love was expressed on a cross, that we might find forgiveness that we might be made right before a holy God. And for that, we are eternally grateful. And Lord, you call us into community together, and so I pray that we would be a community that would be a reflection of who you are. Forgive us for the ways that we fall short. We all do, and together we fall short. But our desire... Lord is to be conforming to your image increasingly each day not for our own sake but for the sake of others and so be with us now as we remember the cost, the price that you paid for our salvation and we give you thanks and praise Father, Son and Holy Spirit And all God's people agreed and said, Amen.